Welcome everybody. This is Fireside is Dead. Um, tonight we're going to be talking about the new away team's traits and how to best use them. Um, after that, we're going to go into isogen and particles for some of our guys who are just now getting that research open. So, but first we're going to talk about these new away team traits. So let's jump right into it. If, if you're following along at home, just open up your away teams real quick and go into one of the new missions that you have. And you're gonna notice that in the box, in the reward box, you have these new critical traits. And along the bottom here in your officers, They've added like a nice little quadrant here of, they look like the old Scantron sheets. And you'll notice that some of them are filled in, some of them aren't. And if you're like me, you haven't really gotten any traits into any of these officers yet. But what's neat is that the ones filled in correspond with the critical traits in the bottom of your reward box. So, like right now, the one that I'm at, the like I'm looking at Barat, the bottom left one is filled in white. So that corresponds with the bottom left critical trait. So I need to be able to build up minor in order to increase my critical chance on the one that I'm looking at. But it may be different for you depending on what mission that you're after. So... What you need to do is you need to start working backwards. So the mission that most of us are going to be after is called collective bargaining. That's the one with that with the nano and the active nano for critical. And what's really great, there's one particular officer that has all the traits you need for that, and that's 10 of 10, if anybody has that unlocked. Um so I'm going to be pouring any XP I get into 10 of 10 and opening up at least the first two levels of traits. And that's when things start to get a little bit complicated. So um, I'm going to let Cook like go into that about how, how that gets a little bit deeper. Um, like simulated, for instance, is a level one trait. So that's got to be unlocked before minor, which is a level two trait. No matter which officer has these traits, they're gonna be the same level of trait. So you gotta, it takes XP. It takes quite a grind if you're doing this free to play, which is what the way I'm gonna be doing it. Um, if you're gonna be buying packs, you're gonna be able to do this a little bit quicker. But um, yeah, so Cook's got a little bit of info together that he wants to go into about how best to do this thank you thank you welcome to the fireside everyone um this arc was a bunch of stuff that uh a lot more in-depth mechanics that we need um and so the big thing here is strategy 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 you know Everything in the game, it's always been about research, research, research. Know your officers, what to do with them. This is a game of strategy with officers and 
traits. Um, it starts with what do you want? Uh, as Drift said, collective bargaining is what he wants. That's probably going to be an assignment that everyone always is getting for because if you get that collective bargaining, especially if you can get it every day, you don't even have to go Borg probe hunting. Or you can go Borg probe hunting, and this is just going to be a bonus. And if you can get that um, uh, critical hit, that's kind of like the bee's knees right there um you know it'll give you say 25 uh 28,000 active nanoprobes for your office for your board officers if you can get it to a 2.0 multiplier um that's that's huge um the most you can refine if you're a free-to-play player with a tier 7 or tier 9 maxed vidar you're only getting just under 5,000 active nanoprobes a day. Uh, so getting 28,000 or 25,000 even, that's like five days, six, five or six days of you're getting a max pool of the active nanoprobes in one shot. That's huge. You know, uh, I'm actually running that mission right now, and I do have uh the first trait on my 10 of 10 unlocked so it's a simulator with a one percent you know increase on that so it gives it a 14 percent critical chance i added a bunch of health on there so it has that 1.91 multiplier to give 519,000 inert nanoprobes and the 28,000 active nanoprobes which is huge um, especially when you want to get those officers up. And if you can get that almost every day routinely, that's like heavenly. And so putting traits into 10 of 10, as, as Drift said, that's going to be paying out dividends right away. Um, something else for the 40-plus players is a epic mission called Forensic Investigation. Um, the only way to do 40 plus research on the away team's tree is by getting this assignment and getting the critical chance. The critical chance gives basically uh, merits of honor, which is essentially a uh, epic service award. And so you have to get that critical in order to do this. Uh, so because of that, a big an officer I'm focusing on for this is Kong who has analytical, which is one of those traits for this assignment. He's also an uh, one of my strongest attack officers, so it helps with that multiplier to increase the amount I'd be getting of both the service awards and the uh, merits of honor. So as a 40-plus player, that is something I am focusing on. I'm pretty sure a lot of the 40-plus players are going to focus on that especially the mostly free-to-play ones. Um, Tactical Simulator is one that came out last month for the uh, axionic keys that we want, that we need for the exocomps. If you want to be able to, if your um, uh, exocomp factory is above level 25, 
you will be able to get the three-star uh, exocomp chest every day. Now, you're only going to be getting, you know, like 50, 50 to 60 or whatever um, of those keys, Axiana keys in your daily chest. Um, you get a few more in doing your dailies. Uh, but if you have three of those chests that each one asks for 125 tips to do, you can't get all three of those chests every day. You'd have to pick and choose. By doing this, you can get it every day. So the real question is, if you're a free-to-play player, do you want that Latinum? It's a question. You don't know if you want to or not. It's a, it's a low amount, like 1,500 Latinum. Um, but you get that multiplier on there, and you get a good amount of Axionic chips. Something that they introduced in this arc, though, is the Away Team's store. Now, the Away Team store is going to be next to your consumable store. Um, it's become a long line of stores that uh, if you go to your chest, your free and you scroll across, you have your recruit store, your resources store, your alliance store, territory, consumables, and away team. In the away team store, it is all about reputation. Whatever your reputation is with the rogue store, with the factions, you will be able to buy more reputation and you will be able to buy ship blueprints and yeah, that's it for anything any ship that you qualify for you can get you know i can even get valdor blueprints because i'm celebrated with the uh romulan so you know war to war blueprints so whatever reputation levels you are those ships will unlock and you'll be able to get reputations based on that including in the rogue reputation store um but these things are expensive and the way that they've modified that is in the away teams uh list there's a couple missions there that give out um the credits you need for it those credits uh, it's called a lead expedition is the mission is the assignment and it's all about that critical. If you can get that critical, you can get at least 5,000 credits per assignment. And there's usually two assignments or so. And once you finish that assignment, another one pops up immediately. The caveat yeah. there is um, it's not always, those credit ones aren't always going to be just credits. There's also ones that are giving out epic shards. And that's amazing because they still giving out 12 10 of 10 shards or 12 Michael Burnham shards, 12 data shards, you know, uh, 12 TOS Spock shards. Um, they are giving out, you know, 12 epic shards at a time. And all you have to do is figure out which officer you want, wh who has the uh, traits that will help ensure you get that critical hit and uh, focus on that. If that's what you want to do, you want to focus on that, getting that officer's shards, then you can focus there. 
so it's no. all about focus, focus on what you want to unlock and what you want to gain continuously. A lot of these better ones, though, like you have to remember, aren't going to be level one critical traits. Like you're going to have to unlock something first, the first level trait before you get to that second level trait that may affect these. So it's going to take quite a grind. Like, yes. to get, but you do have to, like, like Cook is saying, focus first on the away team mission that you want. And work backwards to your officer, like, and it will take the confusion completely out of it. It yes. makes it easy easy to work, but you have to focus on the mission one mission at a time. Because if you start, you know, laying your XP all over the place, you're not going to get that much of an increase on your crits. Uh, but to help you out with that, if you go to the other channel in the dead library at the top. Um, we do have some screenshots that will tell you which officers have what traits, the cost for unlocking the traits, and the cost in the of all the blueprints and reputations in the event store, uh, in the um, away team store. Um, there's also stuff about the cost of each trait and how to best pair them. Um, you know, it's all helpful information right there to help you guys out. The best way free to play to get more XP is you can get it in your daily goals by completing an assignment every day and by completing all your daily goals, um, or all the, the chess. Um, the other thing is there's an away team assignment that as a regular reward not a critical but a regular reward gives out 5000 or 2000 something like that uh trait X xp and then you want to i believe it's a health focused assignment you want to maximize that as much as possible to get a high multiplier on it that is the best source of trait xp in the free to play grind you can buy it in the store where they're offering 65,000 trade XP for $100. Um, Darius can talk to you about if that's, you know, a good thing or not. Um, it's kind of got mixed reviews, at least in my opinion. Um, the pack doesn't give much out besides that. I mean, an, a regular officer pack gives you way more stuff than this does. Um, and it's not enough to max an officer because to max an officer, all, uh, an epic officer at least, costs 107,000 uh, uh, trade XP. It's it's actually uh, 323,000. Oh, you're right. I, I looked at the wrong line. Thank you. Sorry about that. So yeah, it's 123,500. Um, if it's a rare officer, though, and here's the thing. You don't have to just use epic officers here. The epic officers are going to really help with the multipliers, but they don't. You don't have to always use them exclusively. Uh, uncommon officers have one trait. Rare officers have two traits. Um, to max out the first trait is eight thousand uh, XP. 
the second, the first and the second trade is going to be thirty-seven thousand five hundred. So the sixty-five k could help you max or get close to maxing two rare officers or foreign commons, but you also don't want to go spreading yourself out. These um, traits are not stackable. You can't go and run, say, three mining officers on one assignment and hope that it gives you an increased chance. It's it's not going to. Um, the best That's where the strategy comes in. The best thing to do really is to find that one officer that has the most traits for that assignment that you want. And then that one officer can help uh, unlock the maximum ability for that critical chance and then you have the other two officers that are going to increase the multiplier for you yeah because some of them have actually max uh crit chances like some of them max at 80 percent, some of them max at 60 but there's certain ones that you can actually get 100 percent if you max out an epic officer but yes. in my opinion if you're free to play I wouldn't even chase a rare, an epic officer. I mean, and just start working on your rares, because well, that, that's feasible to to max out the traits on a rare officer, like or just max the first two traits on an epic. That I'd go with max the first two traits. It, it depends on the officer, though. It really yeah, does. Depends um, on what you're going for. Like so, uh, Darius posted a picture of your your DC. Or however, however you pronounce her name, uh, with the first two traits maxed and part of the third. Uh, so Darius, you want to talk about why you're going with your DC? I do. Let me paste the actual uh, event that or the uh, mission that she's a part of here. Let me do that really quick. One sec. Okay. If anybody's finding any of this confusing, like. Write something in chat. Please ask questions, or you can come up. If even like we're pretty invitive about that stuff. Yeah, agreed. And questions are never dumb, and that's it's important, especially no. sometimes with a voice. We don't want to ask a question because, and we might sound awkward. Don't worry about it. No one's going to bust anyone for shit like that because this is confusing and new, right? So. Um, to uh, my point earlier. So I went with Eurydice because even though someone like Rima, who is a strong health officer, Eurydice is also a strong health officer, but she's got two of the traits I wanted for this mission, which does come with a shit ton of latinum, actually, and a small amount of those, uh, uh, the floaty ship trophy things that you can use in the away team store, right? So, and then Charisma uh, Trader, uh, comes into play on some other of the missions that I want. And the, the the important difference between like level one, two, and three traits is that two and level two and three traits run deeper, right? There's more points per. So you can see on the bottom right of the second screenshot where charismatic is in play. That's a second tier trait. So there's four points there. And a first tier trait here that's deceptive doesn't really count, right? So, but that's three points. And then if I had maxed Trader, which I didn't want to do, I put, I think, two points in it because that gives me those points as well, right? So I have a fair crit chance. I mean, it's not going to hit all the time, but I'm not going so much for the trophies on this one as I am going for, you know, 15,000 or 14,000 Latinum. Because yeah, your multipliers affect your the crit one as well, right? 
Correct. Your multipliers affect your critical outcome as well. Um, there are supposed to be some individual officers that have like kind of a low-key behind-the-scenes impact on some of these missions. I haven't seen good documentation of all of that. Um, but uh, when if, if as we do find that stuff, it'll get shared with everybody, right? So, um, but this is not a primary mission that I would go for. I went after Eurydice mostly for deceptive and traitor later on. But charismatic applies to a couple of other missions. Um, and deceptive is only a tier one trait on a few officers. It's an uncommon trait, but it's very impactful when you do get it. Um, some of those are like the uh, deception missions, like the Romulan mission for rep and stuff like that. So using away missions for rep, probably not your best use of missions, but it doesn't hurt. And you can, since most of those are common missions, I believe this mission I have up is an uncommon mission. Um, you can get better multipliers off the slightly lower numbers to get better results with higher stats. Yeah, and see, once you have you have your your DC up to to increase your crit chance, you use your other two slots to increase your multipliers. With yeah, this your this configuration here, this this one here specifically is to show kind of how Rima has charismatic as well. Um, if I had used Charvenek, instead, I think my crit my my reward multiplier goes up to like one point six. So. And that changes that 13.6 thousand latinum to closer to 15 thousand latinum. But here to demonstrate kind of like this, these two officers both have charismatic, but I elected instead of using Rima, who has two traits because he's rare, um, to get, which is also charismatic, is his second tier trait, like it is for Eurydice in the first screenshot. So um, this is kind of just more the demonstrative thing. Empathic and charming are both third tier, I think. Empathic is Deanna Troy, it's unique. And I don't know if we mentioned this earlier, but uh, the tier three traits are unique to the officer, like psionic for Gary Mitchell uh, when they encountered the galactic barrier, um, or uh, uh, the time one for Michael Burnham. Um, there's a trait that's unique, a third tier trait that matters to that one as well. Yeah, like 10 of 10 F fluffy. Yep. So it's it, they made them really difficult. They made them expensive and then unique to one officer. Which uh, is I mean, I, I want to be not super pro scopely on this, but I want to say that it's my opinion, and that is purely an opinion, that traits will have bearing in other fact parts of the game soon, and that we can expect a series of feature releases and updates related to things like traits in other parts of the game. So. Uh, today, Gary Mitchell has exactly one thing he can do if you spend the gazillion trait XP on him to get psionic, right? And that's to improve your crit chance to get 12 toss, toss, excuse me, toss Spock shards, which is pretty dope. Um, I've gotten the crit on that once, um, which I think I posted somewhere. Um, and that's that's these are meaty, heavy, epic officer chunks. Like, that's, that's oh, noticeable. Yeah. I mean, um, perfect but, example with that would be with uh, these auctions. You know, they've now added uh, solo milestones paired with the auctions for the new epic officers, and that is you have to spend so much materials in order to get ten epic shards. Well, here's a, a way mission that's giving you twelve epic shards. So, given that price differential, this thing is definitely meaty. Agreed. And you get, I, I don't know if it's at 39 or 40, but you get a third 
um, you can unlock a third. Uh, those three unlocks across the bottom. Yes. Uh, for like, I don't know, uh, air filters and whatever else they're called for the away team missions. Those are <laughs> how you right. Those are how you get the three up to three of these missions because they are in addition to however many normal away missions you've unlocked. Um, I have a lot of them. They don't fit on my screen, but that's because I have all of the away mission research because it's an interesting feature that I like to got my liked to get my head into. Um, and the away the away mission research itself is super impactful. It's better than some of the like forty eight plus R and D research that requires assimilated tokens, which are these weird, stupid, expensive things that fly around in our in deep deep space. So you are able to, as a player who's not spent that money, get access to research that is as impactful. You do need Merits of Valor, the purple ones, so you do have to be in the low 40s to get access to that at all, I think, But because it's an epic mission. But you you have access now. And if you have stacked up that like Explorer stats and Explorer offensive stats for piercing and defensive stats for mitigation bonuses, those are huge. Um, and they apply to everything from your Rialta to your Enterprise A if you're 50, because it affects all explorers. So they're, the, the sum of those research and away missions is bigger than the total sum of some researches in some cases. So it's it. We're, I know we're talking specifically about some of the new stuff, but overall it's impactful. Um, so uh, keep keep in mind the big wins with like 12 shards; those are really important. But you also don't want to spend all your big officers on all these missions. And I'll, I'll pause for a second. And I don't know if you've talked about this, uh, Cook and Drift, but I have a way I do this where I don't get stuck trying to send a, man, a, a ship to an armada and I don't have Kirk available. Um, so I do some. There's some things I do for that that I can talk about. Yeah, like I, I, I make sure that I've got my speed ups that I get for my dailies stacked for my, the particular missions that are my favorites. Oh, but I'll be it, honest. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I just going to say I, this arc, I'm going through a ton of speed ups on these assignments. Yeah. I, I think that what I would do in that case or what, how I handle it now is I like to have at least enough speed ups for a favorite mission so that if five o'clock, Pacific time or eight o'clock Eastern rolls around and it's time for the away mission, away mission resets that you don't get two or like that's you get double um, uh, shit. The, the one with the purple and blue merits um, forensic research or forensic investigation. Sometimes you can get two of those. If you have two Epic slots, I want to be able to run one of them right away with three days worth of speed ups. If I have stacked them and then I might put, a 75% chance on the second one and just run it because I don't want to lose the opportunity. So if you have away missions that you are fond of or that are your favorites, running them with officers that aren't necessarily epics or don't necessarily have the traits you're trying to do with a, a lower success chance is still in your favor. And that's why you should max all of your greens. If you have green officers that require badges that you haven't promoted to rank five, Promote them to rank five um, when you have the opportunity to do so. And don't wait for a goddamn event to do it if you have a bunch of them to do. 
um, because it'll take you 30 months to get through one little officer at a time if that's how you do, right? So think through think through how you have your resources available to you, right? So in some cases, it makes sense. I'm going to have one bang for my buck. I am free to play. And I don't have, I haven't stacked up 7 million officer XP or whatever it is, right? So the, in cases of scarce resources, you still have the advantage if you put lower stat officers into these slots. So don't think that, oh, I have to wait to max my officers to do this. Just know that by maxing them, you'll do better. Does that make sense? Yeah, I poured like 25 million in officer XP into my rares and promoted a whole bunch of rares even before this art came out for my way missions. Yeah, I've been increase. I've been banging that drum for a long time, and I yeah. I be, I believe that there is a time and a place to save for like a free to play. Pow! I'm going to try and win this thing. But remember, once you're 39 plus, you are turbo hyper fucked when it comes to winning those leaderboards. So there is plenty of advantage to being less like in the 29 to 34 bracket or whatever it is. Um, or the 28 bracket, which, oh my God, you can win pretty much everything if you just have like a million XP lying around, which is harder to get then, granted, but it's also possible to save. So that said, you do need to kind of, you know, put your big boy pants on and get out of the low 20s eventually. But there's, that is at your pace, right? Anyone else's. And I mean that. But while you are in those lower brackets, the advantage of winning and making a move is much higher than it is later. Because once you're 39 plus, blah, you're never going to win. But you might get 40 shards or 10 shards. They've done a little better at deepening the the number of shards you can get or adding tiers of success, if you will, instead of just like one, two, and three is what it used to be in the 45 plus bracket. And one was everything, two was half, and three was like 10 shards, which is just ridiculous. Even in my apps level, I'm 37, like the, I'm in the 36 to 39. I can't win anything. And we just had a, had someone post a screenshot. They got a full unlock of 3 of 10 on a leaderboard. And they're in there. Right. And that's, that's fantastic. Take advantage of that. That gives that. them an advantage, right? That, uh, that they can use for being at that level. But don't let being in having that advantage make you stay there forever maybe stay like through the rest like when an arc starts if you're in that range stay there through the whole arc you might be able to get super awesome results with like the tng arc that we have I, we've got folks that are free to play in dark or so more so in most i suppose um, that are in that that bracket range that have all five of the epics um that that to me was shocking but uh because i i didn't even try for some and i got literally zero shards for jordy um, because I think he's just greedy and useless. But that said, um, the the event that is happening is important, and maybe an arc, like a whole total arc, like the whole bucket of arcs, if you will, for like TNG was five. Um, maybe stay for that. But remember also, as you level up, the battle pass gets dramatically better. And there are other advantages to leveling that are not just about officer acquisition. So I know some folks... I've had this conversation. They get fixated. Oh God, what about next arc? What if it's DS9 and I'm really into this? Uh, okay, you can make that choice, but eventually leveling does become kind of a, a mandate, really. You kind of get too far left behind. But that's kind of what we're doing here is making sure you don't. Yeah, so shout out to American Woman. She's the one that got the full unlock. 
by the way. She's in the audience right now. Yeah, I saw that. I, I was, I mean, one, that's awesome. And two, I'm really glad that they made three of 10, not some like total bullshit reset of T'Pring's abilities. Like they start where T'Pring ends, which is just great. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to getting it like sometime next year. I, I, I won't try too much for three because <laughs> I, don't, I don't care about protected cargo much. Um, but it, that's I get, I got that. lots of protected cargo now. And once you get out in your upper thirties, like the protected cargo, like is, is huge on your ships, especially on a horizon. Jesus. Yeah. And once your faction miners get up, up in level, like they, they start reaching horizon levels. Like, I don't know where my horizon's at right now. It's about 70,000 70, protected cargo. And I know they keep going up with research. With all this new research, it's crazy. Yeah, like, but that, it's great. It's time. That's what they want, right? They want us to move ahead. But then, of course, we get the Golden North Star with like seven protected cargo. <laughs> um, so, um, and yep. on that note, though, really quick, I, I used my North Star today, legit real, to finish my dailies because of how freaked out everyone is with this stupid four-day mining leaderboard. Um, in the Mega Miner event, which I haven't seen the Mega Miner event in like a year plus. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, it's an, an interesting reminder that, you know, oh shit, we're out of nodes in some of these systems. Like uh, for the first time with, since the expansion of nodes in Deep Space, we're out of nodes. So there's been some competition and there's been some like 1 million plus OPL hits uh, because people are thinking they can sit there all day and they really can't. These are legit hits. Because there's no other nodes in the system, the whole deep space ROE thing we do. But oh it, man, that it, makes me so happy! I, I decided to bring my ship home after it was up there for two days and it was over five hundred thousand yeah. OPL. And I was yeah, like, you know what? I, I feel like kind of risky. I, I think I'll bring my ship home just to be safe. Yeah, it's like don't be greedy, girl. Um, because how these things—if it's in lucrative space, that's a whole different ball game, right? We're pretty safe there, unless you know someone's managed to get one token. But you, 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 the out in just a generic deep space, that's a lot of risk. Yeah. Yeah. By the time I get up there, it's going to be really crowded. I hope they start adding nodes. Like, it's not crowded do. on a day to day basis, Drift. Um, it's, it's just specific to Mega Miner, right? Like you've got people from Mining Crew right now or MCRN who are out there with five <laughs> ships, literally, because they think they're going to win this leaderboard. And they're probably right because that's what MCRN does, right? Is they win mining leaderboards because apparently it's mining trek. Um, but you've also got a lot of Nona guys out there, and you even have dark people mining, which you know what, who, right? So, um, and it's the ones hanging out for most. Most is mining's okay sometimes, or MOST, right? Um, <laughs> they there's a lot of mining, but um, we seeing the the 2.4 million nodes full since this is the first day we've seen that i'm pretty sure since this whole thing started yeah yeah it's crazy i mean some of these guys they can't afford to build like five, you know five maxed out you know antares or something you know to I mine mean, a bunch of gas i don't know they, about they that I mean, it's cheaper to build five maxed out Antares than it is to build one of those weird gas centipedes that that, that you get for four star. True, um, but 
it you have to deal with a lot of sh different components because it's ship parts once you get out to that level right like yeah I, and they're expensive to repair here like uh yeah awful. if you ever want to piss off somebody in the late 40s that's raiding you and play possum and kill their four star miner you're gonna have a bad day and so are all your friends <laughs> <laughs> yeah especially if that late 40s player happens to be someone whose name starts with a K. Or it is some variant of some kind of canine or has some sort of canis in it, you know, whatever, one of those things. Yeah, both of those. Yeah, so does anybody have any questions on this, uh, on these away team traits? Yes. Any questions whatsoever? The only stupid question is the one not asked. And why people are waiting to do questions. From, um, if, if we don't have any questions, Cook and Drift, I'll segue back to how I manage my officers with six fucking ships and still able to get some of my away missions done. Yes, that would be curious. I have a hard time with five. It's ridiculous. But let's see if there's questions. If there's not, then we can go back to that. But there's got to be questions. We don't have a huge audience, but there's enough people that are out there that I know they're indicating the questions, looking at those names. Question is, how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Three. Okay. A one, a two, three. Okay. 42. Uh, that's the secret to the yeah. universe. Yeah. I know that one. You forgot to ask Mr. Owl. That's really the only oh. way to answer. Well, I don't see Mr. Owl in the audience, so I figured I'd just throw it out there. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Let's see what Kaylee has to say. At the moment, traits are explicitly for away team missions. As Darius pointed out, and I tend to agree with him on this, um, this is definitely such a deep mechanic that there's no way it's just going to be for away team assignments. It's got to be for something bigger down the line. Well, let's hope. I'm pretty confident. I mean, given the amount of engineering time that it takes in the kind of model that Scopely uses for their development and testing and deployment, um, it, this, is a, this is beefy. This is beefier than the extra hit points they added to the Enterprise A. This is honestly one of the beefiest they've ever done. So if you're still unsure about wh where to apply your XP, just just keep stacking it, just keep hoarding it, and and then just because you can just uh, apply it later if you're unsure about where and how to do it. You know, you can ask somebody later. You know, if you're if you're not sure what to ask right now, just start hoarding that stuff away. Do the uh, the one away team mission. Uh, we just came up with the name of this. Uh, officer training, I think. Officer training, yep. Officer training gives you XP, and you get XP in your dailies. So you're, you know, it's possible for you to get a few thousand every day if you if you get if you can if that comes up every day. I've only seen it once. Yeah, I've only seen it. Once. I've never gotten it. Day. Never, 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 never gotten it. Yeah, first day I saw it, I said, "What's this?" So I. Stacked it, and I, you know, you know, multiplier. I forget what the multiplier was, but pulled some XP out of that, and then I applied it to an officer, some random officer, and 
before I looked into like what everything is for. So I, I just completely wasted it. So it's better it's to just stack it. Never a waste, but there are better ways and worse ways. You know, like I, I, I maxed pilot on Chen because I, I maxed pilot on Chen. He's a green officer, but her stats are all mostly the same. Right. So it doesn't hurt me if there's a pilot mission that's got attack, defense, or health. Right. So there are some cases where a green officer with a common first tier trait is really important. Like, like what Kemsal did, he, he used his to unlock 10 of 10's first trait for nanoprobes, which I think is yeah. uh, uh, augment. Right. No, sorry. Uh, no, no, it's assimilated. Right. Yeah, so putting three points in assimilated is great. You know, yep, and that's going to help put, you for any other mission. Because I'm sure there will be some other Borg mission that requires you to have assimilated. Yeah, yeah. that's why. That's why I put my next set. I put it into the ten of ten, and now my crit chance for that is up to nineteen percent. So I'm hoping to increase that further as I as I invest into it. There is no dumb questions. <laughs> All right, I have a quick question here, and I want to apologize if this has been covered already. In the away teams, um, like just for example, when it comes with like the blood wine contest, because I'm pushing Klingon rep right now, um, the officer trait that it asks for is health, I think. And so a lot of times I will just default to um, Paul Stamets, the rare, the blue one. And then just because I'm geeky and cheesy like that, and it's very campy, I like to put Colbert on the bridge with him because they're a cute couple. Um, and then I'll throw another officer in there that's good with health. How do I know, other than you know saying that they're good health officers, how do I know if I'm picking the right ones to get like the best possible outcome for that mission? Are you talking crit chance or are you talking about multiplayer? I have no idea, to be honest. I just click officers until it says 100%, and I get the highest possible, like, two-point blah-blah up at the top, and then, like, 20% yeah. critical yeah. chance. I just um, click um, until I get good numbers. So, okay. And then I'm like, so, yeah, that looks good. Kaylee, here's what I want you to do. Go and look at okay. that screenshot that Darius just posted of his okay. form trade uh, agreement assignment. And then what you're going to see there is the key stat says health. So you go and find your, your health officers. But then you have underneath that a critical traits. And the critical yes. traits is going to say what traits you need. Okay. And you're going to see on your officers a four dots. Mm -hmm. And with those four dots, you're going to see that one and one of your officers or multiples of your officers are going to have one, two, three traits, mm -hmm. um, which are going to be like white dots there. Right. And the dots correspond to wh which trait it unlocks. So you can see that in that screenshot, he's got charismatic and River has a white dot in the same position the charismatic is uh, your DC has a blue dot in that same position. He unlocked the trait uh, of charismatic for your DC, mm -hmm. not for Rima. So it's going to be working and that's giving him that chance of critical, that increased 
transit critical. The combination of the health stats and overall stats of all three officers pushed him over the 100% mark. And over that 100% mark, it gave him a multiplier of 1.36, which you see in that top right corner. The right. multiplier is an increase of what the rewards are. So it increases both the regular reward and the critical reward, should he get it. Okay. So it's oh, two yeah. different things you're looking at there. Before this arc dropped, you would just be looking at that health stand saying, okay, let me just grab my strongest health officers, get it to mm -hmm. 100% and see if I can get a multiplier. And hopefully that multiplier will increase the chance that it's going to be critical. Now we have some signs to that with these critical traits saying, if I have these critical traits, I know I'm better. I have a much better chance of getting that critical hit. If you can, and that's why we're saying, if you say max, you know, it's, we're using this as an example because it's a very easy example. If you were to max all three traits on 10 of 10, you would get like a 100% chance of critical on the, um, on the Borg assignment. Uh, so it would, you, you have a 100% critical chance plus a multiplier of say 2 or 3.0. You're talking about such so you can get a hundred percent. I think that's one of the the sixty percenters. Uh, thing I think we didn't cover uh, completely is if you start one of the new assignments, um, the with the little rainbow icons, the new ones, one of the one, mm -hmm. two, or three assignments that you can get for the new away missions, and you do not have any points in critical traits you will always have a 0% chance of critical, and you will not increase your rewards past 100%. So um, I, I can demonstrate this in a second um, with a screenshot if you'd like. Okay. Yeah, it's a little a screenshot of the, the one I'm doing right now for the Bloodline contest. So I figured yeah, that way that. I get a, a, a good idea of what I'm looking at because... Okay. So just for uh, shits and giggles, I, I clicked one of the trait things for Stamets just to kind of see what happened. I was only able to unlock like one trait or like one out of three of one of his traits. So I, I don't have a whole lot of traits just yet to play with. Yeah, but see, none, is, of the, none of those this officers, is what I go with. none of those officers have the warrior trait because there's okay. no white. There's no white. You'd see a white dot in the upper left hand corner. Right. Like, okay. So what you want to do is, did you just take that screenshot? Yeah, this is this okay, is one so, that I have going right now because I figured, okay. Right, so look down at your officers good. on the bottom of your screen okay, and like right. scroll. For a second. Um, just, what? I just want to interrupt you for a second. Um, okay. American woman, if you're um, if you pay attention to this, these what they're talking about the dot is what your question is about. Okay, so all right. So, so I'm gonna pull up officers. another one. So I pulled up the armed escort because I figured that'll give me a chance to look at all the little officers at the bottom. So, so look okay. at one that's got a white dot. All right. 
So this says for the oh. armed escort, the key stat is defense. Key so shot. I'm looking. So find an officer. So the, the first dot that I have out of my officers is Wotown or Wot. I don't know how to say his name. Wat Klingon yeah, officer. Watlin. <laughs> Watlin. Okay, there we the go. The guy that gives you some that. dodge. He's a, he's a green Klingon. Yeah. Um, okay, so like so the warrior. dot he has the a dot a bottom left dot for warrior I guess is what I'm looking at. Yeah, and it corresponds for, with the same position in the yeah, critical so, traits, right? So yeah. warrior would be his critical traits, right? Um, and then yeah, I don't get another one until Kumak, and he's tactical. Chang is warrior. So would I want to put those three in then? For that, yeah. if I was going to do that, yes. yeah, yeah, just one of them though, just but one. That, but that, yeah, you can't stack them. So if you have wow. two of those that have defense, only mm -hmm. it's only going to accept one of them. Okay. So does it matter but, where I put them, like as far as like captain or bridge, to use those no. traits? No, that doesn't no. matter. But what you want to do is try and see um, which missions you can have like one officer do multiple missions of that you are interested in. So the explorer, I mean the warrior one, um, mm -hmm. if he, if there's a warrior one that has a secondary trait or a tertiary trait, even mm -hmm. that corresponds with another uh, thing on uh, assignment that you that really interests you that you want to be able to get that critical then focusing on that one officer you can use for more than just one assignment in the future and that'll save you trade xp from having the same uh traits on multiple officers so because what's really great about warrior too is that it's a tier one trait Yep. So that's the first one that you unlock so what i did is i just pasted a screenshot of of armed escort because I don't have the Bloodwine one open right now. Um, this is an uncommon mission, so it has three traits available to it. Um, for mm -hmm. for uh, Charvenek, my girl, um, I maxed Warrior, um, and I went ahead and I found two officers that have the same traits, but in different ways, right? So um, A. Marcus, Alexander Marcus, is my number one defense guy, um, so I threw him in there. I have not purchased the Warrior trait for him yet, because his secondary traits didn't really matter to me. Um, okay. Gary Mitchell, same thing. I haven't unlocked um, his tactical, which uh, is a tier two trait, I believe. Um, or, but I have unlocked his first tier trait, which I can't remember what it was. I think it might be ambitious. But in, other, in, in, in any event, I have a total of four points in this one because this one already has a, a, crit, a base crit chance. All this does is it increases its base crit chance over the number, right? So once you get stats in it, I think this one has a base 10 or 20% crit chance. The four points I have there give the extra advantage to bring it up to 30, and then I have a total multiplier of 2.24. So the only traits that apply here, um, I, I, I think it was American Woman that asked that, is the blue ones on Charvenik. The other two guys have the same two traits, but they're not unlocked, so they're white dots. Does that make sense? Mostly. <laughs> and also you can see here, so he has warrior maxed on Chavanek as well as tactical. Two traits that help with this um, assignment. Warrior also helps with the assignment you're running. 
So that's two assignments for that one that that one officer can work on, and so that saves on XP for being on multiple officers. Correct. Okay. Like I don't want to unlock warrior on um, Alexander Marcus. Marcus right away because he, even though he is epic and eventually I might want the other traits that he has, I don't. I didn't have as much opportunity for to see the tactical trait, right? So Charvenek had both, and I've seen a lot of missions with Warrior and Tactical. Um, and a lot of the Klingon missions have Chancellor as one of their second-tier traits that Gorkhan has, and that yes. Azatur also has, because they've both been Chancellor of the Klingon Empire. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that I don't know because I have not followed the canon very closely. And now I feel like I need to just spend like my fall break binging on everything, just starting at the very beginning from original series Whoa. all the way through. If you're talking <laughs> well, that's, about that's a lot more than, than your fall break. Um, yeah, yeah that, you're talking about true. 802 episodes <laughs> of movies combined. You're talking about about 850 hours worth of binging. That's legit. Fun. Let's go. We're still in the pandemic, yeah. right? We're all still at home. Right. Nothing's happening in the world. Right? Oh, shit. Yeah. So right. something I w wish they did though with these traits is I wish they didn't just mix them up and you know on the bottom here like warrior is a tier one trait like why have that in the second slot like I just don't understand why they did that well, the slots aren't exactly numbered no they're not they, they do tend to they go bottom be. up though Drift I think they tend to sometimes they go bottom up in most of the missions I think um but oh. again, it, it's not always true, like like we said. Like you see how Warrior's bottom left on Charvenek and Alexander Marcus. I think any place that Warrior occurs, it's in the bottom left of the mission, unless it's a common mission That's which the, only has one. Yeah, then it's on the, then it's on the, like the one that the Blood right, White mission. I think it left. just has one spot for Warrior. Yeah, and then with with Chen, why I did the three points in pilot for Chen is that I didn't see. And I could be wrong, or they might release something later. Is I didn't see anything else that needed pilot, so or or where pilot was a prerequisite. Toss Sulu has pilot, but his secondary trait I don't even think is in a mission, or if it is, it's not a very serious one for me. I had it didn't it didn't register with me as important. Yeah, and a lot of these better the better uh, away missions, like the traits that you need are going to be like second tier traits. Which kind of suck, but it's an investment and it's a grind, just like anything else in this game. Exactly. Like I was really hoping that you could immediately, you know, as a free to play, immediately just apply this XP and just start doing things, but you can't. No. It's gonna take a while. Well, everything in this scary. game everything in this game is about patience and make and grinding for things to take a while. And of course RNG. Yep, everything is RNG. RNG, and then of course, remember, you can do one of two things. You can take time and do it for free, or you can spend money and transform money into time, right? So I really, really briefly on that tip, I, so I purchased two total of the XP packs, which I don't think are a good deal, um, but I wanted, to, I wanted to be able to get to some third tier traits. Um, so I did on Gorkon and one other officer where I unlocked one or two points of a third tier trait. I wanted to see if the third tier traits were worth more points in the critical chance, just in case that would be useful to know, right? 
So they're not, it's still just the sum total of the points, right? So here, if I had unlocked Warrior for Alexander Marcus and Charvenek to three, I'd still only get the three points, right? But if, if let's say, I think security is also a second tier trade, but if it was a third tier trade and it was worth two points to critical instead of one point, then that would be worth knowing so we could share that with folks, but it's not, thankfully. No, so it does add additional to your credits, but not not an, an increased exponential additional. Like it's just Correct. The, the tier of point the, is the tier point. of the trait doesn't affect the effect, if you will, of that trait on your critical chance. Yeah. So that's kind of horrible, but it's scopely. What yeah. are you gonna do? All right. <laughs> Put up or shut up. It's like shield or share, except you know about your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so are you in a little bit of understanding now, Kaylee? About yeah, yeah. It's a little bit better. I'm gonna. I need to read a little bit more about what's there because I have some questions floating around in my head, but they're not fully formed yet. I'm not even really sure what my question is. So I'm going to go back and listen to the beginning of the fireside conversation so that we're not all just rewinding for me. Um, yeah, it's just basically the, the point in the beginning was just you need to start with the away team mission and work backwards to your officers. Okay. Like that's, that's the main point. And then things will, things will make a little bit more sense with what we just told you. And you're not the only person that's thinking that, Kaylee. That's why asking that question has value because when other people listen to this, they'll hear, I don't know how, I'm not sure what my question is yet. And that's really the best <laughs> thing to say. No, that, that's not embarrassing, I hope. That's the oh, best no, thing you no, can I'm say. Oh no, no, I'm totally fine with that. Good. But, um, so to, to segue to officers really quick, so I, I've got to yeah. finish making dinner. Um, so when you are making your away missions choices, the first thing you should do to make sure that you're not caught with your pants down with no officers that you need is crew your ships the way you expect them to be crewed on a normal operating day, right? Fill your ships, get your stats to whatever you want, put your favorite or default bridge crew on whatever dry dock you keep your stuff in or however you organize your head, your little mind palace in your head for how you do your officers and your ships, staff them. Crew everything, like have all your miners at home or know who's on those ships so that when you're then take a look at your away missions or know that you have notes or whatever you've done to know that, oh, hey, I always kind of want to have 10 of 10 available if I get that Borg nanoprobes mission. So be prepared to recall that miner that you sent out there with 10 of 10. Um, and even if that costs you a daily, it's worth it to get those active nanoprobes if you can get them. Everyone's been right talking about that. That mission is awesome. Because it is a, you need millions of them, literal millions, and you can only get like 9,600 a day through the normal grind, right? With a Max Fadar and the Prime Board Nanoprobe Doubly Doodle thing. So, yeah. So basically, so, if, you, if you're going free to plane, you don't have that Prime. It's about 48 hours. Yeah, it sucks. So once you've crewed your ships with whoever you're going to crew them with, and try and get, you know, your 300% your Max, you do your best, like put your right crew on all your ships including what you normally do. If you always have two miners out of your five ships or whatever, make sure they're, they're, they're docked. Um, but then take a look at who's left. And 
if you have gaps, like you might end up, you might find yourself being really uh, weak in defense officers because once you create your ships, you've run a bunch of like you're running two morale crews, right? So you've got like a toss Kirk, toss Sulu, toss Bones on one ship, and you're trying to like keep the defense high so toss Kirk can do his thing in PvP with lots of damage. You might find that you've stacked your below decks really too heavy with one stat or the other. So if you find that you're not, you don't have enough of your good air quotes good defense or health or attack officers available to you for away missions if they come up and keep in mind they only refresh twice a day so it's not super likely that once you prove this it'll change but if it does just be ready and know that you can also maybe you don't need to have twenty-two thousand defense on that ship with toss kirk maybe you can do it with eighteen thousand, and you can leave Mirik at home because she's a good defense officer and you might have put her below decks or you might even be using her on a, the, the bridge with a pvp situation so the the you don't have to have an exhausted library or again in your little mind palace of for how all of the officers do like what their roles or functions are but once you've loaded your ships for bear take a look at your officers if they're not adequate to what you want make some choices and try and be make some clever choices be focused on oh hey i know that the nanoprobes office mission is a health mission so i maybe i do want to take my secondary my second and third best health officer off these ships and see if i can still hit my numbers with that ship because remember that any ship with stats that are on it that are greater than the number that you need to reach to hit the maximum potential for that ship and I can explain this separately, or I've done it 50 times in my channel on this Discord. Um, though you can drop that down. Like I can put 9,000 in every category of the Enterprise Attack, Defense, Health, and be just fine. I don't have to have a bunch of extra stuff down there. You could literally put four officers on your Saladin and get to your 4,200 stat max on a Saladin. Don't put anyone else below decks unless you're using officers that depend on stats. And then you have to make those trade-offs. So if an officer depends on stats, it'll say N percent of stat in their tooltip. And I, you can cover this with me. You can always ask or any, both Drift and Cook know all this stuff too. But be ready to drop down to the bare minimums on your ships that don't use officers based on stats so that you're not wasting good green and blue officers below decks and cutting your potential to have better than a 60-70% chance with an away mission back down up to like an 80 or 90% chance because that's really what you can do. And those green officers that come with each of the faction token pulls like uh, Eric's, Vela, and uh, holy shit, Javade, Javaid, um, each of them has one good stat out of the three. And the same thing with goes for the feds and the ROMs as well, or I guess Klingons. Anyway, so like like Watlin, he was a warrior. He also has a really good defense stat for a green officer. So maybe he's not below decks helping you. Maybe he's back home and he's your warrior guy. Because now if you have any missions to come up with warrior, you know you've got him home. So we'll get more familiar with this stuff over time. Uh, but remember that ships don't need more stats than they need. Like if you put an extra 10,000 attack on an enterprise and you don't have an officer that uses attack, then that's wasted. So leave them home with your away missions and be willing to send them out and kind of keep in your, keep in your head, here's kind of the line. Here's the guys that are on the bridge and here's the below decks guys. I'm using my auger today, but I'm just using Giorgio and uh, some other crappy officers. Um, but if you're using Vemet, 
with Giorgio and DJ Oki, you need to stack the shit out of health on that ship so that you get your best advantages with her when she activates burning. But if you're not, then don't have all that extra health on that auger. It's not going to do anything for you once it gets past the 9,000 number, which is the max for an auger. So that was a long ramble. I hope I didn't talk too fast and that I'm not too quiet, Drift. But <laughs> this, this is, and I'm, I'm conscious of that, but it's also, this is how you can not feel powerless or not feel stuck, right? It's a lot of these features are very complex and it's discouraging. Or you're like, you just want to throw your hands up and be like, fuck it, I can't make this work. Um, and you, then you are doing suboptimal things. You, you have the tools you need to do well if you're comfortable with them. And that comfort level comes with kind of like creating a thing in your head that's like, all right, here's my A team, B team, C team, whatever. I'm not using stat officers on the Saladin today. I'm just using, you know, Harrison, who doesn't require stats. Okay, nothing else. I'm just going to strip all the below decks officers off of my Saladin and leave them home for away missions. So, yeah, if there are any questions about that, I can take them. Otherwise, I think this can probably be just, you can segue over into the next stuff. Okay. You don't want to send away your, you know, your everyday officers on away missions for three days either. You know, yeah, so. you don't want to send Chen away for five days. Oh, my God. But you might want to send, you might want to put Chen on a five day mission that required pilot if you had five days of speed ups, right? So, yes, <laughs> there are lots of those things to keep in mind. Like the choice I made to make Chen my pilot officer might come back and bite me at some point. But then I'll just know, well, fuck, I'm not going to use Chen. On, I'm not going to use the pilot trade on any missions I try. So, I still haven't really boned myself, but she's a super critical officer without Chen. And her good pals Pike and Moreau and their weird little happy three-way marriage, um, you know, we couldn't do all our grinding. There wouldn't be so many dead explorers and surveys in the world, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, th those are critical, but they might also be a good choice depending on how you do. Hey, maybe this was part of them trying to get rid of Chen for the um, level fifty players. Yeah, yeah, no. That that when they announced <laughs> when they changed her tooltip, they announced that change, and then everyone has a tiny little hamster memory. And everyone over 50 shit their pants because now they had to spend their big ships on dailies like everyone else in the game does um, before they get Pike Moreau Chen, right? Um, and that was pretty disruptive, but um, much like the rep lock change that Scopely told us, oh, yeah, when we fix this, then we won't have a rep lock at 10 million anymore, um, which is crazy based on how the game is played now. Because in the time that they put that 10 million rip lock, every mofo out there got all three factions locked. And which was not the original design intention of the game. So Scopia rolled that back. And they rolled Chen back as well. Because Wait, that was they, the right thing to they do. Rolled the, they rolled the, the 10 mil rep block back? That yeah, this was uh, about a year and a half ago when they tried to implement this thing with Chen. They took away the uh, faction lock at 10 mil. And everyone who'd had faction yeah. lock was furious. People as out. they should the be, game. right? You I don't know, remember it, that. It so did you not were, last very long. It, it, <laughs> I think it lasted like, uh, what, two days? I don't even know if it made it two days. I mean, with Chen, they did it in two hours, right? But yeah. with, with the fact, so the, the 10 million faction lock was there because there was a field that could not go to eight digits. It was like a seven, a nine, 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 it reset to zero, right? So they implemented a faction lock so that it would no longer 
have this problem or and I'm I'm glossing through all the details. I'd have to look at the patch notes. But uh, back then it was still panic, I think, or maybe it was right before panic when uh, Gala was still around. But anyway, they they were like, this is what we're doing and why. And oops, we made a mistake. We didn't set a field properly. And so we have this issue. This was the same time they had the divide by zero error with Pike Moreau, uh, possibly with double-sided synergy. Moreau could actually increase the damage you took. <laughs> so, um, you know, stuff like that in the game where the XP bonuses can become like infinity XP or minus all your XP. Um, so those are understandable if amateur mistakes to make in a massive game, but they implemented these fixes for that with the 10 million rep lock. And as soon as they rolled it back, suddenly people are going to lose all that rep they've gained. It's kind of like the billion rep lock to get to the billion. You kind of have to roll back any other gains you have in the other two, right? If you haven't locked any of the other ones. All right, let me jump in here quick. Captain Mark, just click on that red green thing, invite to speak. Should be an invite. That'll bring you up. How you doing, Captain Mark? You just gotta unmute yourself. Um, yeah, I I do remember. I think it was Incoit or someone else was complaining. It took them like a month to get that rep back that they lost just doing a couple of days. That was a hard fix, man. That's a lot of weird numbers to get back out of a database. Yeah. Hi, how you doing, guys? Hey, Cap. How you doing? <clears throat> Pretty good. Um, I just wanted to uh, jump in real quick on that uh, rep lock. Uh, that, that didn't. It was. It took a lot longer than just a few days. Um, it was uh, close to a month before they got that uh, squared away. Because I remember I, I was, I was scared to do anything with rep until they put that back in place, and it, it took. It took quite a while for that that to happen uh they weren't nearly as communicative as they are now which is hard to believe because <laughs> because of their, their 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 wonderful communication skills um but yeah. uh it was even worse uh at that point because there's like well when's when's this going to be fixed when's this going to be fixed you know and we're like well we're kind of in limbo because you don't want to go backwards and um, and and ruin all the work that we put into to getting those areas locked. Um, yeah. The solution that they did have was interesting um, where they had with what, however many uh, reps you did have locked, um, they did give you a certain amount of credits but also uh, a million rep to to whatever to you can put toward your whatever um, whatever faction you wanted. So if you had two reps locked, you would get two tokens each for a million uh, rep. Now I would had I had two done, so I was at that point I was negative two million with. Um, Klingon was the last one I was going to do. So that kind of got me out of the hole. I was like, oh, this is freaking awesome. This actually works out well. It was just kind of, I don't know if it was just the timing or what, but it, it worked out in my favor at that time. I could use both of those tokens on Klingon rep and, and actually just get to zero instead of having to dig it out another 2 million rep. It worked out uh, quite quite well for me. 
So what level are you at now? Um, I'm, uh, I just turned uh, 45. Nice. And I'm uh, kind of knocking on 46. I'm, I think I'm going to kind of push to 46 pretty quick. And then uh, just uh, fill everything out later. Nice. Handy, yeah. do you remember that whole thing? I do. It lasted a few weeks. I remember there were a bunch of events that had to do with rep. Uh, there were some faction hunts or something, and I remember it messing some of my stuff up, but people just did it anyways. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. did, did you have any questions, Captain Mark, on uh, way team stuff? Oh, I'm totally lost on that. I, I have no idea what I'm doing with the way teams. The, the next uh, 2.0. <laughs> Does anyone right, want to well, do add anything? I was late to the party. What did you guys talk about? Everything. Uh, <laughs> everything. Let's just start over. So, so yeah. then there's, there's, there's basically nothing to add then. Great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Uh, let's, uh, we'll see you next time, guys. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we, go back and listen to the beginning when you get a chance. Uh, yeah, how, how, how about we... Um, we we'll go over the other part that we wanted to cover today, and um, then we will circle back for any other last questions and comments about this. Okay. Uh, we want uh, to go over some isogen and particles also, because we've got a lot of players that are just hitting 25 that now they're seeing these, these isogen refineries, and they're wondering what to do with it. So the... We were talking earlier, Cook and I, and the best suggestion for you guys is to just mine the heck out of isogen. Like, if we have access to all three, so just mine the heck out of it and refine it because you're going to need a lot of it. And you also have the that option to turn your refined isogen into resin, which can be used for research right away. So you, you can do everything in your territory research tree up to that two-star isogen, which, you know, there's plenty to do until level 30, until the rest of that stuff unlock. Um, Cam wanted me to comment on, there's a, there's a trick that we can do. There's a double pull that we can do at the end of CC. Right before we activate that TC, the, or uh, what do they call the bus for the, Isogen refinery, you improved. can do an extra pull. That's it's all improved. that's about. Yeah, improved isogen refinery that gives you an extra chest, basically. Yeah. yeah. Or the you ability to, to do a bigger chest. Yeah. And in between that, we, we stall to activate that. And you get an extra pull in between just for that for that hour we stall. So that's all that. I just wanted to answer that question real quick. Now, the there is a caveat there. Um, anyone who was playing this game two months ago and finished the battle pass two months ago was able to get the Meridian. At level 25, they were able to then build the Meridian. And now, that, and now they can get the Meridian... Uh, ISO resin refinery, and it'll increase the payout at every uh, tier that you bring that meridian up to. 
Um, the caveat, though, is with the Meridian skin. The Meridian skin is what gives that extra uh, refined chest in the 1, 2, and 3 ISO refineries. Uh, when this, when the Meridian came out two months ago, they were giving that ch that skin away for twenty dollars. So it was twenty dollars to get this extra chest. If you did not get it, it is available in the event store. Here's the issue, though. In terms of costs, uh, based on the credits, the medals of valor that it costs, it's basically equivalent to $130 for that skin that cost $20 two months ago. Oops. Yeah. yeah. If you didn't there. do it, just saying. If, if you didn't get it, you kind of got screwed here. Uh, yeah. That's... There, there will oh. probably be another opportunity, though. If Hopefully you don't want to spend all your loot on that. Yes, I would definitely not recommend spending that much on the skin. It's nice yeah. to have but I mean, it's, we survived really for nice to have. without it. Yeah, only if you mine a lot. Only if you mine a lot, though. If you don't mine a whole lot, it's really not all that worth it. Like if you're not sure. doing max refines, yeah, or you don't want to mine three million uh, ISO three, two million ISO two, and six hundred K or whatever it is. I'm exaggerating, but something close yeah. to that. See what see what I do is I oh. I do the full chest the four chest pull on the on one star isogen because our territory yeah our territory gives us an extra pull and the skin gives an extra pull but you have to literally use double the isogen that you would use for a three chest pull and to me that's worth it I think it's even more than double isn't it it's a little bit more than double well for us more? definitely in the 40s yeah yeah so it's a Every time you level up, like it goes up, and of course you get more. Uh, it's still ice worth it, though. It's worth it. And for two and three star, I do the middle pulls. Like I don't do the full pulls for those because you don't get as much isogen resin. It's uh, kind of like yeah, if but you, if you have like one meridian, you can expect to probably do like one max pull on one star. If you got a couple meridians, you could probably mine plenty to to do, you know, all two of them or three of them max. If you got like three meridians, you're probably pretty set. If you only mine a few hours a day, you you can do max on all of them. Oh yeah, I mean, easily. If if yeah. you're focused, you're mining on one ISO each day, and in and just like stock up on it. Then you could go for like a week. I mean, like yesterday, I mined eight million ISO three. You know, it cost me about eight hundred thousand a day to do a full pull. So that's ten that's days of you lucky dog. I know you. Co it costs you like what one point five million? No, it's like double that. No, no wait, it's like what is it? It's like two point two or something. Jeez, I thought it was wow. one point five at fifty. That must have been the old. That's the old more button. than that. That's like two two stars, like that much. I think. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm over one million at forty five. Yeah, at forty at forty one, it's uh, eight hundred, like eight and a half, eight fifty, something like that. But I mean, at mining eight million yesterday, that was enough to last for the next like ten days. 
And ISO yeah. ISO three mines super fast. I mean, yeah, ISO one. Fast. Oh yeah, I mean the, the the other day I was mining ISO two to all day two, and I mined five million. Today yeah. I was mining ISO one. You know, you just you rotate each day when it's you know when you can build mine it fast enough with the Meridian. And now that we have this awesome ISO nap in the TC, no one's hitting. T I mean, I've had two no two ships on zero, and I even posted in general chat like an hour ago saying i have two full ships of iso 3 if anyone wants them here's the coordinates they're still sitting there no one's even bothering to come hit them you know so it's very easy to stock up on iso these days you know i do one at a time like i just work on one star one day and two star tomorrow yeah and just keep stacking just keep stocking up like that that's how and i do you, pretty much everything and then you can do a full pull of everything every day yeah because you're, you're gonna need that isogen like and 25 to 30 is an awesome opportunity to level up that start leveling up that uh meridian like you're not gonna get too high up because it starts to get expensive but well, you're going to need isogen for so much research. After now, the other thing is, and this is where people are getting really lucky, and I'm actually annoyed about it. Um, at levels 35 and 39, there are uh, warp tokens for the Meridian so that you can take it past tier 5 and take it past tier... Oh, sorry, tier 3 and tier 5. Um, when the Meridian came out, if you had a second Meridian, if you have one Meridian, you get it free with your mission, like you do for your uh, Franklin. If you have a second one, though, during the Riker month when the Meridian came out, you could get him in the Riker store, and it was expensive. Um, now they have it in the territory store permanently for measly. 4,000 ISO emulsion. <laughs> I mean, I'm actually just, kind of annoyed by that because it's so cheap there now. You still have yeah, to I, buy I, the second Meridian, though. I would have taken all that stuff that, that I wasted on, on the Riker store and put it toward Picard instead. Same here. <laughs> I would have gotten more Picard shards, and then I wouldn't need as many right now. But uh, speaking about that, um, it's 2020, guys. <laughs> yeah, it is. Seriously. No point in so, beating yourself up about it. I'm not beating myself up about it. I'm beating other people up about it. Yeah, I mean, we weren't given the choice. <laughs> but, the, um, but that territory research tree is one of my favorites because a lot of it doesn't cost materials or not even a lot of resources. Uh, like, it just costs isogen. No, no, no. Yeah. That's really Talk awesome. Talk to me when you've started dealing with the dilithium costs. In the territory tree? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess that's coming. It's it's still it's still one of the best. Uh, it's still one trees of the best, there. yes. Um, does, I think that's I've, I've compared side by side territory research with original like old school station research. Yes. Like the some of the uh the efficiency research is 
for your station like cost hundreds of uncommons and dozens of rares and in the territory store it just costs like a few thousand ice like it's absolutely amazing it's it's identical researches like i find that tree to be absolutely amazing so i've been just dumping tons of speed ups and lat and i'm just hugely speed up bottlenecked it's crazy but i just absolutely love that tree uh, so Tam is asking what to priorit what officer shards to prioritize in the event store right now. Um, me, you really want to prioritize whoever you need. Me, I'm prioritizing Picard shards. Um, Drift is prioritizing Riker and getting Beverly to tier two. Um, you know, I'm like, I'm looking at the what they've been giving out in the past week. They've given out. About a hundred and sixty thousand um, uh, credits, merits, whatever there. Um, if you've done all of the solo milestones and alliance milestones, any of the milestone stuff, if you've done it, you've done about a hundred and sixty thousand. Um, yeah, I think I'm one forty right now. Okay, so about yeah, one forty, one sixty, uh, without doing leaderboards. Right. I think that's a pretty good payout. That's given me 20 Picard shards and four Worf shards to unlock Worf. And I still have 10,000 left over, 11,000 left over. I think that's a good payout. And I'm just finding that on, we have three more weeks of this event store. If they keep putting it out at about that much, then hopefully we'll be able to actually unlock some of these officers. So Tam was asking that she said hers isn't that high. Um, huh. Have you done all of your ticketed events? That that could be why. You yeah, have a lower count. Oh yeah, I did all the tickets. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have to have done? All uh, I, didn't, I didn't finish. Too. I didn't finish mine for today though, so that's probably why I'm not at one sixty yet. The first ticket events today. What about yesterday? Yeah, yesterday there yeah. were three. Yeah, there were three yesterday, too. Okay, you didn't get, yeah. you didn't do the yesterday. So, so that was about... Like 21,000, 22,000, something like that. Now, the overall payouts, are you getting on average... Oh, they weren't available. That's Oh, that sucks. Um, are, what's the average pay like um, today's ticketed event? Uh, let's see, what is that? Around 8,000. Well, no, let's look at the Mega Minor one. Not even the ticketed one, the Mega Minor one. That gave about 11,000. Um, do you have about three, seven, sorry, 7,200? Are you seeing 7,200 in your uh, Mega Minor SMS, Tam? Yeah, she's she is uh, slowly taping in. Forty-five, Yeah, that's what we got too. So you are getting the right payouts. I don't know why you didn't get the ticketed event yesterday. Um, but yeah, if they're not giving you the same amount of missions, 
events. That would be and, why. Yeah. But that's still but messed up. My advice to most people is to is to wait toward the end of the event store to spend your event store loot. Oh, absolutely. And le- unless you're like, you know, like I want to unlock Riker because I'm only 20 to charge short. So let's unlock them. You know, go ahead and do that. But sometimes they add stuff toward the end. Like you're Yeah, they make changes like, all the time. Yeah. Come in tomorrow and there'll be like a bunch of stuff at the end of it. That should be like, oh, I spent all my loot, you know, and I, I missed out. Yes, yeah, so it's best to, to hold on to that until the end, uh, like you said, for changes. Yeah. And they're they're yeah, trying to get the That's nice. Great. Congrats! Oh, work cool. on that. You got a lot of stu- good stuff to work on the Vidar, your Meridian. Like it's you know you got a lot of good stuff to 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 focus on at your level. Like uh, they DJ, really made it good for people. DJ was trying to get them to add the um, Franklin A. Uh, oh. Mermaid said that the tickets are for level 32 and plus. That's upsetting. Oh. That's oh. not cool at all. Why is Scopely is bringing new people into the game and yet level locking things so that they can't gain a lot of traction? They need everybody to catch up, that's why. Because they're about to release new levels soon, and they need everybody to to level up. So they're trying to release things more geared towards the mid thirties and up. Trying to get everybody up to that level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they need to be giving out. They're, a lot they're more incent- uh, They're giving out quite a bit. If you compare no, to saying- what we got a year ago. No, no, I, I, I mean, 100% Jesus. agree with you. No, I agree with you. I'm saying if they want to get those lower levels up to the 30s faster, they need to find a to really well, push they're them hoping they money. spend money. Yeah. They're hoping they spend money is what, what it is. It's all about the carrot. Keep saying what's that fixed. carrot. Yeah. <laughs> Which one are you? Mm-hmm. Yardstick. Um, but yeah, whatever officers you don't have, after you've gotten whatever ships you need, whatever officers you don't have, I'd say focus on those. If you haven't, if you are close enough to unlocking them, <coughs> uh, Beverly would definitely be a priority. I think Beverly and Riker and Picard are the three best here. Um, yeah, I'm not, so far do not away. Spend anything on Wesley. Don't spend anything on Wesley. What are you talking about, yeah. dude? He's my number one officer. Said no <laughs> one ever. There's a there's a guy on DJ's podcast that wants to max Wesley because he thinks that he's going to be good max. Good for himself. Yeah, I don't see how that's going to be effective. Well, we'll let but, him figure it out. Yeah, my, my Wesley's already maxed. But I figured out I'm going to need 258,000 event store loot to unlock Raker. And it's almost 600,000 for me to unlock Picard. So that's why I'm going for Raker. And hopefully Tier 2 Bev, if I can get it. But we'll see how much loot they're going to pass out. And then I'll have two, I'll have, you know, 
two officers that I can use for synergy with each other. Oh, and by the way, in case you were thinking maybe I can get one of these um, ship skins cheaper than they've been during Cal, no, you can't. It's actually going to cost more. During right. Cal, they run the ship skins in four fifty dollar incremental packs. Here, it's going to cost over two hundred. Yeah, but for people that are getting this loot for free, it's not a bad deal. I mean, yeah, with with loot stores, source things that you're not going to get otherwise. You know what I mean? So, if you can't get it anywhere else in the game but a pack, and you know you ain't buying a pack then you might as well use the store for what it's for. And that's to source things for free if you can't get it any other way. So don't waste it on resources and stuff like that. I mean, I I get it. If you need resources, like I get it. It's tempting. I've done it before myself, you know, and uh, resist the urge, resist. Yeah, because I mean, really, you want to use that loot for things that you're flat out not going to be able to get, or or it's going to be extremely difficult to get any other way. Officers are forever. It's the golden rule. Yep. And if someone uses this to buy an avatar, I may get angry. Well, you'll just get. <laughs> oh, that 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 was the other bright side. Is the uh, even with the the Meridian refit. Uh, as expensive as it is, it's still four times cheaper than the the card face palm avatar. Yeah, four hundred and fifty thousand points. Yes. That's ridiculous. That's sick. <laughs> That's absolutely sick. That, that, that is that that makes me want to puke. It's so disgusting. It's like why why bother? Uh, more, <laughs> why bother put it story in? Of officers. Like it's the Volta Latinum two point <laughs> <laughs> And you, but you know what? There's somebody. Somebody is going to get it. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, that's the only reason why to keep the Vault of Latin. If nobody was buying it, they would have taken it off a long time ago. Uh, somebody also, keeps buying it. It's also because they want to make it look like you're getting a better deal in another pack. You know I, I mean, that's I mean, what it is. It's exactly what it is. It's it's. They're literally leaving it there and say, say to say, look. All these other packs give you way more. Yep. It's ridiculous. Yeah, there's any, a lot of stupid, stupid folks. Anyway, there. we're we're <laughs> at uh, about time to close. Uh, we can keep on chatting, but for editing purposes, I'd like to close out at about 90 minutes. So if if you want to walk us out, Cook. Yeah. Um, thank you very much, everyone, for coming in, uh, sharing your insight and information um this is a very deep and intense uh mechanic that scopely has introduced this month that's why it took us about an hour to discuss it um everyone i hope everyone enjoys it and i really hope that enterprise d comes soon since it didn't come in the tng arc uh thank you very much to uh drift uh and darius for really going deep into the um uh the officer traits and thank you to everyone for joining us this week and have a great night on the fireside we'll see you next week